welcome to It Starts With A Click. I'm Olivia Bossett, fashion photographer and educator, and this is a podcast for fashion photographers looking to build their business on their own terms. Hello, how are you? I hope you're well. I'm really excited about today's interview. I think I say that every week, but I am excited about this one because it is with Karen Rosalie. Karen is a photographer based in LA. Um, So she's very far away from me and we had a really great chat last week all about shooting product photography which is one of her specialities. She is a beauty photographer and she runs her own creative agency in LA. She has a really interesting business model and is someone who works extremely hard. I think if you follow her on Instagram you definitely get that vibe. Um, She's really inspiring and she also provides loads of information during this episode about how to use Instagram to market yourself and how she gets basically all of her clients through marketing herself on Instagram. So if you're interested in stuff like that, definitely give this a listen. The audio is a bit funny in this one at times. I don't know what was going on. We are obviously recording with Zoom and sometimes the quality of the audio isn't as good as I would like it to be. But um, please give it a listen, push through it. If it's annoying you, I'm really sorry. But hopefully the quality of the content is good enough to get you through that. And I am going to continue to try and improve my audio as I go on. The only other things I wanted to mention before we jump into the interview are that I have updated my free pitching email course over on my website. So if you don't know, I do have a free course all about pitching to brands, which you can sign up to on my website, which is oliviabossarteducation.com. I will leave a link to it in the show notes for you to find easily. But I spent some time last week giving the course an update, giving it a bit of a refresh. And um, if you've never taken that course before, please feel free to sign up. It's entirely free. You get an email delivered to your inbox every day for five days. And it's basically the fundamentals of pitching to brands. It's everything that you kind of need to know to get started. And I personally think it's very helpful. Over 500 people have taken this little course and I know for a fact that a lot of them a lot of them bleh, have had very good results from it. So if you would like to take that, then head over to my website and sign up for that. It's very easy to find. You will find it immediately. And then the last thing I want to mention is that my presets have launched in my online shop, which is also on oliviabossarteducation.com forward slash shop. Um, I wasn't sure whether to launch presets for a while. I kind of never really felt like I had much to add, but I asked the question on Instagram about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, and... I was overwhelmingly asked to upload them. So I have done that. They're in the shop if you want them. They are the presets that I use for my own work. Um, Specifically, the Ibiza Sunset one is one that I use all the time. It is a very film-looking preset, and I use it a lot. Hot Summer is another one of my favourites. I use that one a lot as well. And the black and whites are two of my favourite black and whites as well. I love a grainy black and white image. So if you are interested in seeing the presets that I use, they're available for £10 per preset. And if you sign up to my mailing list, you will get a discount code for the presets as well. So make sure if you're not signed up to my mailing list, you go and sign up to that. Okay, that's been a lot of me talking, much more than usual, so I'm going to let you listen to the interview with Karen now. 
Hi, Karen. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. I know you're in LA, right? And it's like super early. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, my day is just getting started. Yeah. And mine's just, just ending. So it's, it's quite a funny, I always find that really funny. But anyway, enough about me. And I wanted to ask if you could please tell, your, tell everyone a little bit about yourself and how you got started with photography. Yes. So, so um, I'm Karen Rosley, uh, for those that don't know, and I have a company and a photo studio in Los Angeles um, called Rosley Agency. And my team and I, we work with brands to create content um, for new product launches, ad campaigns, social media content. Uh, we've worked primarily with beauty brands. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah. And how did you get started with photography? So I was always creative and I went to college for fine arts, but I really didn't know how I could make money from being a creative until mm -hmm. I discovered a wedding blog. And then I realized there is a way that you can make money by offering these commercial services. So I kind of went through the whole gamut in photography after that. I started in weddings and then I moved on to e-com and then I moved on to shooting influencers and then finally to opening my own agency. Amazing. It's funny. It sounds a little bit like my journey as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like we all go through kind of all the genres until we narrow down on what it is we want to do. Yeah. What did you first start with? Oh, um, basically like portraits, like anyone and everyone, because I was so young when I started. Right. So it was like anyone right. who would take that picture. And then um, when I finished uni, I did weddings for a bit, um, but then really quickly realized that wasn't for me. So I went into fashion. Right. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Same. Yeah. <laughs> Um, can you tell us a bit about your agency? Because I find it fascinating that you went down the road of starting your own agency rather than just going like full freelance. Can you talk a little bit about why you decided to do that in, in particular? So at the time, um, I really didn't know that I wanted to start my own company. I had a few friends that were already freelance, um, and he, my friend, he had, he was already running his own uh, production company. Mm -hmm. And so he told me, you have to, you have to file for an LLC, you have to incorporate, um, and you have to, you know, do this to, so that later on you can grow. Um, and at the time, I really just like had no idea what I was doing. But um, mm -hmm. I just took his, I took his advice. And I went that route. And then um I think it, it, it was kind of a happy accident because I had a few clients at the time that needed kind of a big team. So I re it really pushed me to reach out and find mm -hmm. my makeup artist, my stylist, um, and my assistant, like all, like all the, the core people, like really quickly. And so I realized like at that time, like I, I like to do this more than just to be a freelancer, just because mm -hmm. then I could take on bigger projects. Um, I really like like bringing together like the team for the project. So mm -hmm. it was kind of like a happy accident in that way. And do you have people who work for you permanently or do you bring in different freelancers depending on the job? Depending on the job. Um, okay. Every project is different. Some projects have uh, a smaller budget than others. So it really just depends. I think um, when we can bring on the full team, like that is like amazing because then mm -hmm. we're all just like, I love, all the people that I work with, they're really 
fast and they're so talented and they're just like quick. So, um, and we like, we're to, we've worked together like for the past year or two um, now that we just know we have like good energy and we just kind of like know like how it, it's just like we make magic, which is awesome. Yeah. And how do you like to find the people that you work with? Uh, usually by meeting them on another job. So I don't always get booked. Um, my team and I don't always get booked, right? Like sometimes the brand will bring on their own makeup artists or their own mm-hmm. stylists and I'll meet people through that. And I don't like to hire people unless I've worked with them before. Yeah. Um, it's just, you know, there's just like so many different types of people. And like, for mm-hmm. me, I really value people that are hardworking. So unless I've worked with them before, I, I don't, I can't trust that, you know, when I do pay them for, yeah, a quality, like I I can't, you know, so I really have to like, it's usually through referrals and stuff. And if, if I meet them, I I like to test with them first, just something Mm -hmm. like low key. So then at least that way we can kind of get to know each other a little bit before I work with them on like a professional basis. Cool. That's good to know. And you primarily shoot beauty and like beauty products. How did you end up specifically in that niche? Yeah, so um, beauty is actually kind of new for me. Um, it started maybe like two years ago, but mm-hmm. I had actually started shooting with influencers and I worked a lot with um, Mariana Hewitt. And this is before she started Summer Fridays. So I would be shooting mm-hmm. her outfits and her um, her blog content. And then when she, when she launched Summer Fridays, um, I worked with her and Lauren to shoot like the campaign images for the first mask. Mm-hmm. And that really kind of like, um, like for all the social images and stuff. And it really kind of made me like realize, like, I love doing portraits. I love doing product shots. And now I can kind of combine the two and do it for beauty brands. Mm-hmm. And that is a yeah. huge brand and it's gone massive. And <laughs> your images are amazing. So I completely see the fit. <laughs> well, it's just crazy to see how much like summer Fridays has grown because when we first, like, I remember asking her like at the time, like, are, do you have a beauty brand or or, do you have a brand that you're starting? She goes, yeah, I'm going to sell masks. And I was like, Oh, okay. It was like so casual. And then now it's become this like empire of like a brand. I swear the the best things start like that. People (laughs) are just like, I'm just going to do this thing. And then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, it's huge. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Um, so actually I found you quite a few years ago through your flat lays I think they were like all over Pinterest or something and um, uh-huh. you I think you were probably best known a couple of years ago for those flat lays um, what are you doing are you doing any of those kinds of things because of the pandemic at the moment um so yeah big pandemic all of our models have been postponed until indefinitely basically um so the only services that I'm offering right now is product shoots in my home studio mm-hmm. and actually um it's just so funny I was just talking about this with my friend the other day but flat lays aren't really um like the number one thing that clients no. ask me for nowadays just because I think now like the the product photography world has kind of shifted yeah. from flat lays to just like texture shots and straight up product shots. So mm-hmm. I'm doing a lot of that. Um, and then I would say like in a shoot where I have to deliver 15 images, it would be like out of the 15, it's, te- it's two that's, that's flat lays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 
you're so shooting those at home are you shooting with like natural light or have you got flash that you're using have you got any lighting tips for people who might never have shot product before but they're also stuck at home and they're like thinking maybe i could use this time to learn something new and try something new or maybe they want to shoot some product right um so i primarily shoot with flash now Mm-hmm. Um, I have, I, I like managed to run to the studio and grab my uh, Profoto D2s before mm-hmm. the lockdown. Um, but I think my tips for if you're just first starting, I think a lot of photographers when they approach studio lighting and flash, it's it's very daunting and it's very yeah. um, just intimidating. But I, I think it's actually so easy. Like you just literally yeah. turn it on and you press a button. <laughs> Um, but I think maybe it's like the concept of it. So I think like, first of all, um, if you're like starting, I think photographers need to learn just to shoot in general and, um, and just learning like good light in general. So like maybe just put it by a window. Mm -hmm. Um, that would be like my first tip if you're just super beginner and that way you can kind of learn how to expose for shadows or expose for lights and and your images don't get overexposed. Um, and then from there, I would just say maybe rent a cheapy light. I started with alien bees for a long time and they're just super easy to use, super cheap. Um, and that's really how I learned. And, but it's mostly just from watching YouTube tutorials and then kind of experimenting on your own and figuring out what you like. Yeah. And I actually think that yeah. product is one of the ways, the best ways to practice because you haven't got a model sitting there who you're potentially right. feeling a little bit awkward around. So right. testing flash for the first time on something like product could be a really, really good intro- introduction to anyone who's new. Or I just think that if you've never shot product before and you need to do it with flash, now is a great time to just get out there and try and experiment with new ideas and new lighting setups that you might not have tried before because you were too intimidated because you had a team staring at you or for whatever reason. Um, so that's, that's one thing I've been doing a lot of. Yeah. I think after this pandemic is over, I think we're going to have a lot of product photographers yeah. that are new. Um, but I think it is a good, it is, you're right. Like it is a good way to just get started because there's no pressure of a model yeah. And then on top of that, like it really forces you to be super detail oriented with products. Mm. Like you have to look at for reflections, you have to look for like lint and dust and all of those things. And so, yeah, it's a good practice. How do you get creative with product photography? Because I think that some people kind of look at a product like a shampoo bottle, for example, and just go, right. I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's a really good question. So I have been shooting product for maybe about six years now. So at this point, it's very, um, like I can just freestyle it, you know, Mm -hmm. but, but still I would recommend, uh, finding, uh, inspo images, like always Mm -hmm. start with a mood board. And even now, like, even though I have, um, even though like clients will just send me product and say like, okay, just be creative. I will Mm -hmm. still always ask for a mood board just so we can be on the same page and I can kind of understand like where they're coming from and what images they love. Mm -hmm. Um, so you, yeah, like I don't ever recommend just starting, like just going at it (laughs) with just a shampoo bottle. Like you have to go at it with a shampoo bottle and then a mood board on the side where you can point to an image and go, okay, let's try to do something similar to that and just have like a starting point. Yeah, that's a really, really good tip. And that's the same with everything I do as well. Like you can't go into anything without a mood board. Otherwise it's just like, okay, I have no idea what I'm doing. (laughs) 
Right. And also it's like, you know, like as photographers and as creative people, like we'll have moments of spontaneity and we're inspired by the light or this particular like bush or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we always start with the mood board. Yeah. Just, and there are days when yeah. you don't feel that creative and you still have to deliver right. something. So having a mood right. board is so important for that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So obviously we're in a current difficult time, but normally you seem busy all the time going by your Instagram and your Instagram stories. Do you have any tips on staying organized and on top of a large workload, especially when you've got different clients to juggle and maybe you've got shoots every single day of the week? Yeah. And, and that's one thing that's made this pandemic kind of difficult. It's just so much time mm. on my hands. I know. Um, yeah. But with a busy schedule, I really live by my Google calendar. Mm-hmm. Um, I have uh, my calendar always open on my desktop. I have notifications sent to my phone um, every day, like every night before like the day I always review like what I'm doing tomorrow. Um, and then also in terms of just scheduling things out, um, I don't like, for me, I like to just shoot back to back and then reserve like a week for like editing in-house okay. um, and sitting down with like my editor and being like, okay, we got to get all these done. Um, it's kind of hard for me to switch gears between like, okay, we're going to shoot in the morning and then like edit and then shoot and then edit. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'd rather just do it all at once. So yeah, in terms of like, workflow for me like that works also that way it's just that you can turn it out all at once um but yeah I really live by google calendars and google invites amazing that totally makes sense and do you always hire someone to retouch for you or do you do a lot of your own retouching um a little bit of both so when I had an editor I would um train them so that Mm -hmm. they would edit in the way that I like um but at the moment I'm doing all the editing on my own. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's chat a little bit about marketing because that's always something that everyone wants to know about. Like, how do you market yourself? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I feel like in as a photographer, like maybe 50% of you is just marketing. Yeah. Um, it's less so about your work and just more so about like how you're presenting yourself out to the world. Um, mm-hmm. So for me, I think because I was, I was working a lot with influencers, it was already kind of implanted in my mind that you had to put yourself out there mm-hmm. and you have to show the world what you're doing. Um, I think influencers are the best marketers, right? Um, yeah. So you kind of have to approach it as, as though you are an influencer too. And you know, what you're showing to people, even if you're not that busy, I would recommend mm-hmm. just showing to people like, okay, I'm working on my website today. I'm prepping for a shoot. Mm-hmm. And that way you're just, I think that way you're, you're constant by doing that. You're constantly imprinting on people that you are a photographer and you're ready to work. Yeah. Um, and I think like that really helps um, because a lot of photographers are so like um, focused on improving their photos and just like shooting but there's yeah. a, another component where it's like, no, you have to just like market yourself and show yourself. Um, and so for me, a hundred percent of my clients come from Instagram. So oh, I actually wow. don't, yeah, like I actually don't do any paid advertising or anything like that. Like for me, the best way to market myself is just through on Instagram, showing mm-hmm. the behind the scenes of my work. Um, people love behind the scenes. Like yeah, it's they just, do. yeah. So like, um, 
for photo shoots, I always hire a BTS person to just shoot like photos and video behind the scenes so that I can cut it into a video for mm. Instagram later. So that's like something that I, I guess that would be like my marketing as I invest in just like that kind of content. Yeah, that's amazing. That's really, really good yeah. advice. I do that too. And I think that everyone should do that as well. Like get some, even if it's just a few photos, you don't necessarily have to hire someone every single time, but just get right. like the makeup artist to take a couple pictures of you or snap a couple videos of you shooting. Cause that is the golden stuff that everyone wants to see. Right. And I think, um, a lot of photographers, they'll have like a beautiful, like portfolio, beautiful Instagram, and then they're not booking. And I think, um, part of the solution and maybe a part of the problem is also just like if you can have like beautiful work, but if you just po post a beautiful photo as a client, like it, it will be hard for them to have that initiative to like book you. So maybe mm -hmm. like if you just show them like, this is how I am behind the scenes, this is how we're, we are doing a shoot. It makes them feel like they're already a part of it so that when mm -hmm. they reach out to you, um, it's not like there's not that huge of a disconnect. Yeah, they need to be able to envision what it yeah. would be like working with you and being right. there on set with right, you. Right, exactly. Right, exactly. So they already know, like, okay, I already know she's super pro. She has a studio she works with. She has good lighting, like, all of those things. Yeah, which is, yeah. I think that's the best thing you can do. Do you do any, like, outreach? Do you ever get in touch with people and say, like, hey, I really like what you're doing. Do you ever want to work with me? So I've tried that in the beginning when I, when I first started my agency. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I had gone... Uh, to BeautyCon, I had printed out these comp cards uh, with like a grid of my Instagram and then like a like my email. And mm -hmm. then I like went out to BeautyCon and I reached out to all the social media uh, managers and I passed mm -hmm. out my card and I actually just never heard back. Um, yeah, a lot of times you, it's you because like by doing that you don't know um, what the team is like. I work with a lot of teams where they don't have an in-house. Uh, content yeah. team but um sometimes when you reach out you don't know if they do or don't right so mm -hmm. um I realized that do, by doing that it just didn't help me because then at the at the moment they already had a photographer they were working with so they weren't really yeah. looking for a photographer um and they find me when they are looking so yeah. again that's why I think I decided to put more of my energies into putting myself out there and just creating like BTS videos mm -hmm. that could be shared or whatever um and that way future clients can just save it and or they'll hear about it through another team or whatever yeah or like see it and then save it for when they actually do need you which is really really right. really special yeah yeah and I've had situations before where like I reached out to a brand and then I never heard back and six months later they would reach out to me and I'm like oh my god I had wanted to work with you yeah so. yeah so that's yeah. that's the main way I get my work is through outreach yeah. I, like I tend to I'll, like email my portfolio people and just say like hey keep me in mind for anything f in the future and often like mm. they don't reply but right. you'll be surprised that you know they they have actually taken note they might just be too busy to reply but then six months down right. the line you get an email and it's like oh we need someone who does this and that we remembered you from that email you sent so I I think that's one of, another great way to do it just like you said yeah, that's awesome. Mm. Um, I wanted to ask you about your shelfie because I remember <laughs> you, I remember watching the stories of you putting this up. So basically it was like, isn't it like a, sh a, like a sink that you literally set up in your studio so that you could take yeah. photos that looked like they were in a bathroom, but they were in your right. studio? 
Yeah. Um, that is so funny. Yeah. I get all, I, well, in the beginning when I had my studio, I was getting a lot of uh, beauty clients asking if we had a sink or shelfie to shoot with. Yeah. And my answer was always, um, we could shoot at a hotel or rent a pure space location. Mm-hmm. Um, but then finally, I think it was with like a big brand. Um, and I, you know, it's one of those brands you don't say no to. Yeah. Or you just like try to be as accommodating as possible. So I was like, okay, how can we get a shelfie into the studio? And I just was like, let's just build one. Because um, <laughs> I had a, a French wall already. And so I was like, it should be no problem to just like, like buy a shelfie on Home Depot and then like just mount it to the wall. Yeah. And I'm very like DIY. So I always just look at pictures and I'm like, okay, how can I achieve that? It looked amazing and I think it was so genius and just like thinking of what what do my clients need and how can I right. actually be the person that supplies that so easily for them I was like that's just that's just going above and beyond genius <laughs> <laughs> thank you yeah it's like a catfish um and also it's like really funny because uh we have really good lighting in the studio too so like, yeah like like I'll like depending on if I'm shooting it with natural light or with flash, it could look very different. Yeah. Um, and then and I bathrooms have like diff- always have hard mm-hmm. light. So having just that open space with that shelf in it just meant that you could control everything, which is so useful. Yeah. And um, I think our shelfie just grows with every shoot because we're constantly sourcing like new materials for the backdrop for different mm. clients to match like the color of their product or whatever. So yeah yeah that was the one thing I couldn't bring with me on this pandemic (laughs) I know well well, hopefully it'll be over soon and then you'll be able to get back to it that's the one thing I've recorded like a whole series of um episodes for this podcast and everyone is like we're recording these as if like the questions I'm asking are as if there's no pandemic going on but at the same time I'm very conscious that everyone is stuck in this situation and no one's normal right now so it's just weirdest recording yeah yeah I mean, you always um, have to take that into consideration. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Okay, I've got a few quick fire questions now. So what is your current camera of choice? I'm currently using the Sony a7R II uh, and it's mm-hmm. a mirrorless camera. Amazing. And do you have a favorite beauty product or brand? Yes, the Summer Fridays Jet Lag Mask. Okay, good. I have to try that. <laughs> it's so um, good. It's really good for like hand washing and like just your face. It's like the most moisturizing thing ever. Okay. All right. Noted. I will yeah. be adding it to my wish list. Um, what are you currently watching or listening to that you'd like to recommend? Um, I'm a huge Netflix person, so I would recommend Tiger King if you haven't watched it and yeah, Westworld. Oh, that's on actually HBO. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Westworld was good yeah. too. Yeah. Um, who is your favorite photographer, if you have one? Mm, that's a hard one because I, I love so many different photographers. And um, uh, yeah, but a couple that I love is Camilla yeah. Akron's Tim Walker and Tyler Mitchell. Okay, amazing. And who is your favorite person to follow online who's maybe not a photographer? Uh, okay, guilty pleasure, but Bretman Rock is freaking hilarious. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, and where can everyone stay in touch with you? Instagram. I'm constantly updating my stories. Amazing. So I'll add a link to that in the show notes so everyone can come and find you. Did you know that I have an Amazon shop? 
where you can actually browse all the gear and the books that I recommend. I get asked all the time what camera I use to shoot with, what lens I'm using, or where I buy my film, or recently what book I'm reading. And now I can show you all in one place. If you do take a look and you buy anything, I, I get a small commission from Amazon and that helps me so much with all the content I produce for you guys for free. I love creating this podcast, but it does take a lot of time. So if I get any commission from anything you buy through Amazon, it makes a world of difference to me. So next time you need a new book to read or you want to buy a new lens, maybe think about heading to my Amazon shop and buying something through there. The link is amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash Olivia Bossett, or you can just click the link in the show notes and head to it there. Thank you so much.